1: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co.
2: When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up. king's Coast coffee.
1: Welcome to episode 103 of Star Wars and Scotch. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Tim, aka oh. Darkness Four Two Nine. I have this lovely Lab Seventy Seven hoodie that yes. signifies oh, I am you part. A, you're a member of the community under leadership of Tim. Well, actually, according to your community. I'm actually the one in charge behind the scenes and I'm using you as a puppet regime. Oh my god, Kevin. You haven't seen these conversations in your chat? I don't look at half of them. Yeah, no, they 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 firmly believe that I'm actually the the puppet master behind the scenes and like you are just <laughs> What? Like the propped up regime. This is ridiculous. I'm just a poster boy? Apparently, according to them. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so if you didn't get yours be jealous because these are limited drops but oh, there's yeah, more limited drops coming from lab 77 so make sure you are paying attention tim's chat lab 77 all those places and as always kingscoastcoffee.com stuff's dropping next week uh we have so oh that's a cute little halloween like mug this? There. yeah it's very cute
2: i have i have seasonal mugs so i, I love not noticed I, l- I love this time of year okay so during october we got our we're spoopy ones and then mm-hmm. November kind of just just generic fall and then Christmas. Oh, man, I love Christmas mugs. I like Kevin. I have so many Christmas. Socks. I have an entire shelf in my coffee corner of just Christmas mugs.
1: It's bad. I have probably seven or eight Christmas mugs, too. So I feel you. I do that with socks, too. I have these three Christmas socks that are because, you know, I like. Oh, you socks. love socks. Yeah. Yeah, so I have three Christmas socks. Just I almost I held one in my hand this morning. Oh my gosh, like, it that just reminds soon? me of
2: a gift that I tried to get you last year, and they were all sold out. I wonder if they have them this time.
1: Uh oh, are you gonna get socks with your face on them like my daughter does for me?
0: Nope. <laughs> you. <laughs>
3: you-
1: I-, I wasn't, but I'm going to now. Yeah, she gets me socks with her face on them, and then last year she got me socks with Juliet's face all over them. Well, this year you're gonna get socks
2: with my face on them. I have to figure out how to make this happen.
1: Ask her; she's got all the the deeds. DMing Audrey. Anyway, so uh, uh, yeah, and I'm drinking King's Coast out of our our new my new story. This is one of my favorite mugs. Oh, I like that. New story is one of our clients on the Rare Shop side. Um, they're a uh, nonprofit trying to actively end homelessness. Yeah, they're really cool. They th- Pfft, that was a face <laughs> zoom. Holy shit! Well, <laughs> I Tim
2: the- really wanted oh to talk my about it. God, he's <laughs> really just like, let me tell you about news story. <laughs> right. I hit the pedal on my. I hit my pedal and that zoomed in. Sorry, man. I'm just all over the place this morning. Holy <laughs> shit! For the for the audio listeners, that was his face zoom. Uh, New Story is cool because they 3D print houses, which is really neat. They do them like in a day and they use like all yeah. like local materials. So they just like use the dirt and sand that's right there. They bring this 3D printer in and it just poops out concrete. And then it also does the it does the windows, the doors, does the electrical, the plumbing, and it's all robotic. Like that's the craziest thing is it just they plop it down, build a house. It's nuts. They're the
1: they're the client, if you can believe it or not. They're the client that i they're we're talking about 2024 things with
2: that's so cool. Isn't that wild? I don't get to hear any of this stuff. So, yeah, so no, busy.
1: I can't talk about the details on the recording. I can tell you after, but yeah, they're, they're a client. They're like, yeah, we want to do this with you in 2024. I'm like, that's a year like <laughs> that's happening anyway. So, so yeah, so we're weird. drinking King Sco- Kings has King's coast out of my uh, mug this morning. So much holiday stuff coming down the pipeline Um, in, in, uh, you know, stuff's coming in house. Wayne keeps sending me invoices. So I know what's what's coming through but uh all that holiday stuff is ready for your consumption and we are uh we're excited
2: i can hear to, uh, chat you now where the f-
1: is cocoa there's stuff coming before cocoa there's two items that are going to hit before cocoa drops um and then we have obviously our specialty christmas stuff perfect gifts uh for your uh, coffee drinking members of your family or your non-coffee drinking if you like cocoa so I mean, Shane, our our uh, executive assistant, Shane, uh, does not drink coffee, but, man, he, he loves the cocoa. So, kingshousecoffee.com, join the King's Club. He uh, yeah, doesn't drink coffee. All right. It's Shane.
2: He's fine. That's okay. I mean, that's fine. I'm just judging him. Shane. Shane.
1: Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go tell him you're judging him because he has a drink. He'll actually no, I won't, because he'll get very emotional if I tell him you're judging him. don't do that, don't do it. Not gonna do that. I'm just gonna start no, leaving right. like random coffee bags on his desk. <laughs> who is this mysterious <laughs> coffee <laughs> <laughs> person leaving coffee, Kevin, my leaving
2: coffee on my desk?
1: who just keeps <laughs> leaving <laughs> coffee on my desk? He's from <laughs> Arkansas. We can do that. Um I said Alabama Man, once. We should he, have Shane on the podcast he would come on he would come on i think it'd be fun to have like a week like you just
2: have like you know like we could bring like you know like one week we have paul and then when we could have shane and when we could have mike and just like you know i think we need to bring mindy on star wars and scotch once
1: because mindy is a star wars nerd she's a huge star wars fan she unfortunately had to cancel her wedding because of covid but she was supposed to walk down the aisle to raise theme was going to be her song that would have been so lovely yeah yeah so uh a huge Wars fan so yeah maybe we'll we'll do that to end the year out we'll bring some of the rare drop crew in um we we should have ben back it's been a while since we we've had ben the last time we had ben on was when we we talked about dune oh yeah because that was so outside my realm of knowledge yeah yeah that was that was a fun episode yeah we got into the joseph campbell star wars stuff with dune getting high and
2: talking about Star Wars with ben is awesome
1: yeah, yeah. No, we can uh, we can definitely do that. So, yeah, maybe that's how we'll round out the year. Well, we do have Tales of the Jedi coming oh up God. next week. It, yeah,
2: Kevin, you thought that was coming out
1: next year. For some reason, I got the dates confused with and Bad Batch. I, I hit him with a
2: hot review from Twitter, and Twitter is very happy about this.
1: Yeah, Alec, we saw Alex's post yesterday saying he watched all of it, and uh, he loved it, especially the Dooku. Everyone seems very stuck on the Dooku background. Well, because it's
2: young Dooku... He's still a Jedi Qui-Gon Training. like Qui-Gon is his apprentice still like the timing is just like it, it It should in theory answer some questions where we're just like how did this all happen so well sifo is in it
1: too so mm-hmm. should be and interesting. that's going to show
2: that'll show the connection between sifo and Tyrannus which should be great mm-hmm. so
1: I'm really excited for that so uh, we'll start we'll, we're going to go episode by episode with that we're not going to review it all at once. So if you're coming next week and you're like, I want to hear all about it, we're going to go one episode at a time with that because we're covering Andor. We don't mind covering both at the same time, but I feel like almost prematurely we'll be blowing our load if we decide yeah, to uh, cover I, I think it all it's good
2: once. to have it as ancillary content just because it's so short. You know, it's only yep. 13 minutes a piece or six episodes. So like, let's kind of milk that a little bit chat more so than just kind of just like eating it all up at once. Because at some point, Andor is going to be over. Um, what? No. Yeah. Andor is going to be over. We're kind of like going to run out of things to do. So
1: I'm excited for the Tagruda episodes, to be honest.
2: Yeah, that'll be really, really neat because because she's not a typical Tagruda. It's not going to be like the Tagruda that we heard about in like the High Republic. You know, the Huntress, was, like, the Huntress and stuff like that was really neat. And we like we've seen a little bit of like the Tagruda people, but apparently Ahsoka's clan is very, very different and unique. So like that, that'll be a very interesting story within itself. Because, like, we'll yeah. learn more about how, like, Tagruda like, the how the hierarchy and, like, how they, like, they're all just, like, how that, the the actual race, how it just functions, which is neat. it's I, I think that's really cool is, like, as we start to, like, get deeper into Star Wars, like, we're learning more about the actual cultures. And, we're, like, mm-hmm. we're, they're really starting to, like, flush all that stuff out. Because there are some, like, races where you know, like, everything about them. You know, there's just, yeah. like, yeah. literally everything that, it, that is to know about them <laughs> is out there. And there's some that you don't know anything. So, like, it'll be really cool to get a deeper look into... This sect of the Tagruda people.
1: Speaking of races, we just learned from the new High Republic book. I know you haven't read it yet, and this is not really spoiler information, but Markeon Rowe's race is called we the Evereni. Right. The Evereni. Okay. Yeah. And so, do we so, know anything about the Evereni? No. There is a character named Marta Rowe that's part of the cult. I would assume she's a part of the, the Path of the same Open Markeon Hand Marquion Rowe family. I would assume. It's a hundred, what a hundred and seventy years. So, great grandmother, grandmother, something like grandmother, that. Yeah. Something okay, like so, that so, depending
2: on age. So, in theory, she should be able to control the decimator,
1: right? The leveler, leveler. There we go. I knew it was something close. To that. there's like they're like a hippie cult, but there's something off. Like it's one of those situations. I don't know what it is yet. But Just because they're smoking some pot
2: them. and talking about the force doesn't mean they can kill an entire you know galaxy.
1: Well, they've already murdered two people, and I'm only nine chapters in. So. Perfect. She's gonna go crazy. So, but Marta is not the mother. We we got that mixed up from the cover. She is not the mother. That's another character. Marta is of uh, the same of race. Them. No, the mother is a human. Wait, I thought they
2: showed the. Was that a teaser? Was that just a complete redirect? The because character they, they showed, showed
1: that art, and it said the mother underneath. The character they showed is is Marta. According to if maybe I'm reading the book wrong. But according to what I heard, it's a dark skinned woman, but I could be I could be misinterpreting it.
2: But the mother, I mean, the mother in the in the artwork that we saw, she had like gray skin. She looked kind of like hot, like like a night elf.
1: Um, No, I believe that was Marta. I could have sworn we saw it. We said it was the mother. No, look here. I am right. Alicia. Uh, I'm I'm with you.
2: I'm trying to figure out where did we mess up? Because I could have sworn we thought that was the mother.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's the concept art for the mother. I dropped it in ping for you. And then uh Marta Rose. Oh, no, that's not who we, we were looking at. Marta is. Yeah. So Marta is,
2: is that is that dark elf. But why did we think that was the mother? They must have mislabeled it in that Star Wars blog.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm gathering. There is so two different mothers. Marta be also the mother. <clears throat> no, because the cover. OK, the cover. Now I know who the cover is on the book. It's the Jedi. I forget his name. Um, and then the mother is the one in the middle and Marta is the one on the right. So my guess would be is that Marta's going to become the mother at some point. I uh, just haven't gotten there yet. My my guess is that the path of the open hand somehow, some way turns into fuses with something with the um, what the hell is Space Pirates called? The... Marquion's. Oh, give me group. a second.
2: Give me a second. Give me a second. The store. Uh, no, the, the, the storm. The tempest. The uh, yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the storm runners. The runners. The uh, nope. Nope. Uh, dude, po- I can. I'm thinking of ev- all these names. I'm like the eye. The storm. The tempest. The nihil. The nihil. Oh my god! All I could think about was storms.
1: Yeah. So then I somehow they're gonna get affiliated with the nihil because Marta. They're either repairing or building or. Doing something with the gaze electric. They have the gaze electric, right? So
2: they now. have the gaze electric. Oh yeah. wow! So this just, is none
1: of this is spoiler, by the way, because they're just like really just setting the tone for what's happening in the story.
2: So when do they get the paths then? Because the paths come from the. They're um, getting. They're getting the paths now. Oh, so this is all just setting up backstory. So we're gonna end up going forwards again, right?
1: So no one knows how the mother gets the paths. That's kind of where we're at right now. We
2: know that we're getting them from a
1: Santeca. So, I there's a Santeca just popped up in the book. Um, but no one knows how the mother gets the paths right now. So, I I believe Laura Lorna, whatever her name was, Santeca, the one that Mark had on the show, the one
2: where she puts her in the pot and harvests. Yeah, I believe she's
1: there already. Yeah. Um, and that's where the mother's getting the paths from. Um, but we just so good. Now, if I tell you more about the Santeca, we'll get into spoilers, but I will just say a Santeca just popped up in the book. The Santeca
2: family is so interesting because, like, Lore Santeca right now in the Shadows of the Sith is, is like, a very interesting character. And it makes me so mad. I know we're so off track from Andor, but Fine. it really pisses me off that, that San, like, Lore Santeca in Shadows of the Sith is, like, this awesome, like, like, force. Like, he's not a zealot. He's more of, like, a crusader. He's, like, a force crusader. Um, very religious man, but like he's also like he's a um he's a scholar. philanthropist. And, you know, he is a philanthropist. He's also like a warrior to a certain degree. It seems like he has like fought in the past. Um, so like he's a really interesting person. And then he just shows up at the beginning of episode seven, and they kill him the first five minutes. But he's such a cool character, and like there's so much backstory when he's talking about Leia and how like you know you know she's she'll always be a princess in my eyes. She'll or always be a
1: princess to me.
2: Yeah, and so it's just like, but why? Like, why is she a princess to you? Oh, I know why. Because he was hanging out with his goddamn brother. He was with Luke the whole time. So that's what. that is why, that's why Ben wanted to go find Lore because Lore's been hanging out with Luke and they were going off and finding freaking force artifacts. Oh my God. If they would have just spent a little bit of time explaining that in the movie, it would have made his character so much more important. But all you know is this guy this old man who has a map it's all you fucking know and and Move, fucking Ben Ben solo slices him up Kylo's just like oh, oh, oh. what the
1: movies, hell kevin movies were rushed they were rushed and you had oh two competing God. you had two competing ideas over three movies that was the i other think the problem.
2: problem was though is they didn't know what to do with him and they just they i think they backfilled his story after the fact i don't th- i think they just gave him a name
1: i just i get i get upset when we when they they back they take a step back and then they build out a character better in the comics in the books than they did in in a movie or a television show Mm -hmm. because it's like if you just did this yeah if you just did this up front or made a better decision for instance the sith temple on exegol my god if you showed the statues more prominently and you showed that these were the sith that we know from the old republic you'd have the fanboys jerking off all over the screen like I just don't understand some of the decisions on why they want to like gatekeep and protect. I'm using the word protect very loosely or protect certain things because you can kind of yeah. blow the doors open or just leave hints in a breadcrumb trail and you'll make everyone v- way happier than they are now. Yeah, I agree. It's
2: like there was so much detail with Exegol and I was just like, man, this thing is more than just like this. it only shows the laboratory stuff, you know, it's yeah. just like it's just like. Palpatine's laboratory is cloning ship, but
1: there's so yeah. much more to this place. It's so the cool. Lightning's flashing. We see these humongous statues, these frescas on the wall, like the main, this, lo-
2: the main hall when you walk in, apparently is just like black marble. Like how cool that would have been. That's like when we went in Loki, when Loki shows up at the, the war, like uh, what would the TVA whenever TBA. he showed, whenever he shows up at uh, the center of the center of the timeline,
1: whatever that building was called. I forgot. T V A time Variance Authority.
2: No, 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 no. No. At the end, when we, we end up meeting Kang. Oh, when, when we, we meet at, Kang we, when we go to when we go to Kang's house, I couldn't can't remember what that that middle point's called. But when like you walk in there, that's the vibe that I got from reading the or from listening to the book when they were explaining. I was like, oh, like this is what this looks like. You know, the black statues, the marble floors, the gold kind of laid in.
1: Mm. It almost looked like the inverse of the Senate building on Coruscant.
2: Yeah. Or even just bit. like the or even like just like the Jedi Temple, same idea. Like oh yeah, statues that are up everywhere. It's like the, yeah, it's the inverse of that.
1: Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just wish man. they made some better choices. That was decisions. my big frustration with as I
2: get deeper into these into this book is just like man, <laughs> like these characters are so cool.
1: I was thinking the other day because you know we always talk about when are they going to do more old Republic? When are they going to do more stuff? And we thinking this video game that hopefully comes out at some point in the future would be the door opening but it's like you're gonna lose so many fans of that era if you wait too long because people be are gonna lo- they're gonna not care about star wars anymore because you've made them wait mm-hmm. so at some point they really got to rev the engine like it's great that the content they're coming out with now but i hate to say it like you got to make more and you got to start appealing to a broader fan base because you're losing your 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 base now people haven't been as angry as they were when the Sequel trilogy came out, and you're always gonna have haters on some level. Of course, but um, I just I really feel like they could gain so much from building out Old Republic um, um, stuff alongside of these other two timelines. But I digress. Uh, but yeah, the books the books interesting so far. It's it's again late. I'm like nine chapters in. Some stuff has happened, but they're laying groundwork for something, and I'm not sure what it is. And like I said, it's definitely a hippie situation uh but there's something very dark behind the veil and I can't figure out what it is yet so we shall see
3: <laughs>
1: it's a very short one too Tim it's like under nine hours okay and I only have like six hours left five nice. six hours left um and yeah this was a good episode like really good episode First of all, Wolfie Lauren. Ha ha. Awesome. Yes. I thank that you. Was so Great awesome. to see you.
2: It was so cool to watch him walk in. It was just like I was like, that's Wolf. And
1: he looks yeah. perfect. Like he looks so good. Perfect. He was just he the voice. Perfect. Yeah,
2: like the voice. Yeah, I was like, I was I was just, I was waiting for um uh In space, like that opening for Clone Wars. Like
1: Yeah, <laughs> and the Republic. You know, that's what I was waiting for. No, this is ISB Wolf. It's a yeah. different character it's altogether to an extent. Um, so he uh he Seeing him was great, uh, and the fact that he was there showed you the severity of the situation. When he said, I personally spoke to the Emperor, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, which means Palpatine's in on, and now clued in on what's going on, and the restrictions that they announced in that episode felt more like the Empire we know as we go along someone tweeted at us and said like you guys are frustrating with your timeline stuff and they like laid it all out but we know we're a few years away from a new hope but um the fact that
2: uh you know how hard it is to keep all this stuff in your head it's not easy
1: keeping the timeline right oh the timeline yeah Or the fact, like a year or two the fact that Wolf started announcing like all of the lockdown protocols, like we're gonna tax them five times. Five
2: times if you were found like harboring any any perpetrators, I think is the. No, word that was used.
1: the raising the prison sentences. The taxes was on everybody in the galaxy. Oh, did I? Oh, I must have misheard while I was on the. Then they talked room. about the prison sentences being reevaluated, which is why at the end of the episode, oh Cassie my God, Guy- when he went to Florida. That was not Florida. That was like one of these. That was that was space Florida, dude. That was a shitty, shitty beach resort. And of course, I had to look it up. You know where that was? Where they filmed that? England. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's why it looked like garbage. (laughs) No offense, folks from the UK. What do you mean? We got great beaches? No, you have shit beaches. Sorry. (laughs) I live 20 minutes from one of the top 10 beaches in the world, so I'm sorry, I just have to judge your beach. Um, but yeah, I was like, this is this is the best he could do with 200,000 credits. Okay, yeah, he ended
2: up at Space Florida. Where else was he? You <laughs> see all the old retired like bugs and stuff that were sitting on the on the benches. I I just thought Miami Beach. That's all I could think of.
1: Yeah. So um, it, it ISB is is really was my favorite part of the episode because you got to really. First of all, Wolf showing up showed you the severity. Um, and then the two officers arguing in that one part with uh, Major Partigaz, I think his name is, um, kind of playing referee. And then I knew, I knew he was going to be proud that she took the extra initiative to go around and be like, you know, I'm going to break protocol or bend the rules as far as I can to get the information that I need. And now that I have the information that I need, you know, and the best thing she said in that conversation was like, do you think the rebels care about the lines we drew on a map? And I was that like, was so oh. good, dude. Yeah. And then the guy that the little stool pigeon was like, son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> <She's, it's... laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he essentially gets demoted in front of the entire class.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm not. I. I. I I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was the politics of the ISB and that were like front and center for me.
2: Uh, the the biggest The biggest takeaway from all of this was just really starting to set up the whole theme for uh for Rogue One. Wow, I almost said a New Hope because I mean, I mean, technically it's kind of like the end of a New Hope, like when Leia says it all runs in. You know, it kind of like all runs together. But I mean, like the 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 overarching theme was like the spark. Like all we need is a spark. And like and, and when he's talking to to uh, mo- mom, he, call, he calls her mom, right? The old lady in the house. <sighs> who is, who, what's her name? Bon Mothma. No, 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 no. no. And Cassian's talking to the old oh, lady Cassian's in the house.
1: Cassian's mom is, uh, I forget her name. I'll look it up. Uh, Keep
2: can, going. Uh, he calls her mom, right? Anyways, when she was talking about how she's like, I put my best coat on and I walked through the square where they hung my husband and I didn't have like any P- PTSD or anything like that. It's like, that was the spark. Like the idea of like anyone was able to stand up to the empire and actually make a difference. So like that was that was really really interesting.
1: Yeah. Um. I and if you heard the ISB too now they're like any local festivals being used as a masquerade for rebel activity. You know will now be canceled and all this. Stuff. I was like man they are just laying it in there. This yeah. Is-
2: and now we find ourselves in this
1: like essentially a purge,
2: if you will. Is that they're just going through and they're just arresting just like just normal basic ass people and throwing them in jail. Because because what they're doing, what I think they're doing, is that this is them ramping up their uh, production site, their production timelines. And they need more workers because they're killing the Geonosians right now. The Geonosians are dying, literally dying, trying to build the Death Star, right? They're going mm-hmm. through and they're harvesting all of this material. This is when we start getting into catalyst. Uh, and we start really starting to see the severity of the empire being in control and it's really bad. And so now we're just now, uh, uh, what was, what was a six month sentence is now six years. And he was getting, he was getting arrested for things that he didn't even do. It was just an assumption. This guy made an assumption. He was like, Oh, you did all this. And he didn't even, he didn't even have due process. He didn't even
1: have the ability to defend himself. They were just like, you did this sucks to suck. Boop, gone. Best best line in the trial was take it up with the emperor.
2: Yeah. Holy shit, dude.
1: <laughs> her name's Marva, by the way.
2: Absolutely. Marva. Okay. So, oh, he calls her Marv. That's uh, sometimes I hear mom with his accent. Um, well, Yeah. When he's talking to Marv, it's just like, it was, you could tell she was different when she was just like, I've been here for 13 years and I'm tired and I just don't care anymore. And it's like, this is, this is showcasing the spark of the rebellion. And it's so cool. Mon Mothma is another great example of like showcasing the beginnings. And it's like going back to what we keep on talking about episode three and that deleted scene where they're having that meeting and you're starting to all see the fruits of their labor starting to come, come to come to fruition. Right. Um, like this idea of like, she's like, she's now starting to be less careful and she's, she's like starting to like rally the people. She's like, she's, she's talking to her friend. And she's like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. I need you to help me."
1: That's so cool. it was interesting with her because, you know, she's viewed to us as this big rebel leader. Yeah. And then now that the rebellion, I guess you could say it is officially started. Although in Solo, I feel like that's really the, I guess that's more of a seed than it officially starting. I would say that doesn't. Would you say that this event kicks off the rebellion?
2: Yes, 100. I would say. I would say this is. This is the moment when people see that they are able to stand up to the Empire.
1: So with that being said, you know, she wasn't really ready to the level that Luthen was. But Luthen seems to be of the mind that, you know, we can. Like, this is it. It's do or die at this point. Like, we can't just a, sit on our as hands As long anymore. as he's getting paid. Oh, yeah. Well, mm, eh, you don't think he's a true...
0: I don't, th-
2: I don't think so. I think he's, I think he understands that there's things to be done and he can, and he could, he, I think he's tired of losing out on whatever, on, on, on income or, or whatever. And remember, remember everyone has their own rebellion. And so I think Luthan got burned at some point. We also like, we also know that they want to kill Cassian now. Um, because yeah, we had the meeting, you know, like they're putting essentially a hit on Cassian. Um, mm-hmm. So like, to me, I th- I think Luthan is more of like a, he's a mercenary. I think, he, I think he is like, he's a, like a top, top level mercenary and like, he's doing his own thing and he knows that Mon Mothma is a way for him to, to get what he wants. I don't think, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, he's as bought in. I don't think he is a patriot. I think he's an opportunist.
1: Interesting. Also when they uh the flashback with Cassian's dad air quotes um oh yeah when they were like long live the republic those were clone troopers right yes that was those were the last, saw their helmets those were,
2: those were last generation stormtroopers for sure or yeah, clone probably, troopers excuse
1: me yeah like the first stormtroopers before they like phased out the clones essentially
0: yep.
1: mm-hmm. um so that was interesting too, um, and I guess Marva's just had the rebellion at this point. It's just inside of her, like you said. She said, "Like I walked through the square happy." at That point, I don't know what role she's gonna play in the rebellion, and Bix doesn't just doesn't seem interested in it at all. She just, you know, lost her boyfriend, and it's probably, I don't know, I don't know. It seems. It seems like whatever happens on that planet, I I feel like we're not done with that planet, uh, and we're gonna go back because Cassian obviously has his ties there. You
2: think we're gonna go back there?
1: Well, I guess we have to pick up. Uh, what's her face? Marva's still there. Bix is still there, and then you know the droid B two. Oh, the K two droid, by the way. Well, K X droid. Yeah.
2: dude. Oh my god, he was like he was like he meant he meant watch me not actually hang. Like that was so good. It was I I thought that was I fun.
1: Want, I wasn't sure if that was K2SO. I don't think so. I think it's just. It's not because the other one came up behind him, too. There was two K2 droids in that scene, but it was just fun to see the K2 droid or KX. They're called KX um, droid in that in that scene and then see like how vicious they are, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, like they're 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 the muscle. They're they're the bodyguard. Like they're like the the goons. So what other takeaways do you have from this episode? Because, oh, uh, we also have um, uh, Karn getting a job at the wh- what was that that the was bureau. Okay, so it was the Bureau of boring and com- compliance shit, compliance Bureau and
2: he was in yeah. the
1: fuel department
2: that he was yeah they was like they're like this position open up in in fueling or something like Who, that fuel quality or something like that
1: whoever is his uncle obviously has lots of influence. Cause they were like, well, we're just going to change some things in your record to get you this job. Oh, yeah. And because like,
2: he's just like, I want to expunge my record. I want to clean and clear my name. And the guy's like, we can make that happen for you. Like, what is going on? Is the uncle someone we know, or is it just someone she, she, she says his name, uncle something. And I missed it. Cause I was, I have to go back. I was, I was doing my cardio while I was watching. Cause I saw it was a 50 minute episode. I'm like, I have to do some cardio and watch this. Um, so she says uncle something and I missed it. Do you remember? It wasn't a name I recognized. That's okay. Understood. So then I still But that think doesn't it's, mean it's right, an it alien. It could be, it could be a fake name. Like for all we know. So I honestly, I don't know. I'm not sure. I hope it's Lando. Oh my God. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs>
2: how are we Nephi- related?
1: Nephew. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> but By marriage, robot. of course. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, that'll be that'll be really interesting. Uh I hope it's someone that we've we've never heard of before. Hopefully it's someone new. A new evil character? Yeah. Yeah, I would like that a lot. Or just some, I don't know. I'm not I feel like it's going to be really important. They they've done so much building up to this where it would blow my mind if this guy wasn't a pivotal role when it comes Chewy. to just Holy shit. He <laughs> <laughs> was a goddamn wookiee the whole time. No, it's gonna be someone important. It's gonna be someone really important, and it's gonna blow us away when when they when they finally announce who it is. Because this like there's no, it would be so stupid for them to build up this entire like sub story arc and not mm-hmm. deliver with a big like oh wow you know like somehow Cassian and this guy and and then his uncle like this is all gonna get mashed up at the end. It yeah. has to. This this is gonna this is gonna take us to the finale.
1: I think. So you think the re- and end of the season will reveal who the uncle is.
2: We're going to get closure with the guy who was on Morales Mer- Meridia whatever the planet was. There's so many goddamn planets now. Morlana 2, right? 1 1 2 2 whatever. Three. The Morlana the, the, the okay, so the Corpo the Corpo guard <laughs> there's So many names. Carn Carn uh, Corpo Morlana guard R. We're going to get we're going to get closure with him. We're gonna end up. I think uh, either we end up going back to Morlana, or to or some somehow we'll it'll all come back to that that first that first episode. I think everything's gonna gonna get cleaned up nicely at the end. So we'll figure he- out we'll figure out what Cassian's doing. We'll we'll I think Luther Luther will be a character that will carry us into season two. I don't think they'll get rid of Luther because he's really fun. He's a cool character. I like him a lot. Also, the actor is phenomenal. Uh, we'll keep Luther We'll get Mon Mothma. I, I, you know what? Me saying that now, knowing that his his assistant is also like his dirty laundry person, side assassin. I don't know. Maybe Luther is. Maybe Luther Maybe we'll lose Luthan at the end. I, I like honestly. Th- there has been so like there's been these little minute twists and turns with the storytelling. I don't. I don't really know. I. I, I think. I think we will. I think Marv Marvel will probably end up dying.
1: I think Karn is going to connect the dots when he's going through Imperial Records, find out that this guy named Keith got uh uh got arrested. Arrested on this planet. Yeah. I forget the name of but the But I don't planet. know
2: why I don't know why he would be in those records. That would like in my head... He's gonna, gonna see his agent picture.
1: See oh Co- but why would Because he's so obsessed at this point, so he's looking for it.
2: Yeah, but he's he's in with but he's yeah, there's like regulations and stuff. Why would a guy who's in the in the department of, uh, uh, whatever compliance, if he's if he's in the department of compliance, making sure that everything's and he's working with fuel, how does he end up get? How does he end up getting access to essentially ISB records?
1: We'll see. What well, I think he's going to be the one that connects the dots that they didn't arrest him. I I teeth. agree. They arrested Cassie and Andor.
2: I agree, 100. percent There's going to be closure for him. How we get that closure? I don't know, but most definitely him getting him getting back into the empire and working there it makes sense he will he will end up either facing cassian or um dying by his head or something's gonna happen between those two where they're gonna have it out i think yeah i agree we still don't have an overarching bad guy
1: other than the emperor like i mean isb would be the overarching bad guy
2: i they haven't done anything that makes me think they really are like you know like Yes, they are a they are a, a an entity that seems bad, but they haven't done anything yet that makes me go, "Oh, that's a bad motherfucker right there." Like we don't have a we don't have a bad guy. And every other every other show that we've had so far, well, I guess Mando really didn't have a bad guy up until the end. I mean, it's just like it's it's an interesting way to tell a story where there really isn't like this antagonist that is like chasing the protagonist, right? Like it's just it's just it's a story about this guy going through life and you've got this like overarching evil that's there just doing bad shit. Like it's, it's, it's a very interesting way to tell a story. And I think Kevin, this brings up a great point. And, and I saw this TikTok video yesterday and, and Paul, our producer put in our show notes, this graph and it's showcasing that people on social media are not really interested with Andor right now, at all? T- like really talking about it? Yeah, they're not talking about like it's. There's not enough going on where they're just like, quote unquote, not interested in it because there's not enough hype going on on the internet about it.
1: I will say I had friends because people come to me for Star Wars stuff. Yeah, sure. And you know they'll say is Andor good is Andor this before Andor came out. I had one friend who said, you know, the I know the show that we least needed in the Star Wars universe was a show about Cassie and Andor. And I was like, I, I was like, you know, it would probably be interesting because it's going to be like spy stuff, which it is, mm-hmm. in in the Star Wars universe. But I think the general consensus is Cassian isn't—he's not Obi Wan, he's not Luke, he's not Ahsoka. So the interest level, you know, is probably like a, I'll wait till it's done. I'll get to it over Christmas break. Yeah, there's it's a no lot urgency. Like yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, where it's phenomenal, but it didn't really playing to the greater story aside from that character's arc angle however you want to look at it so I do think that to an extent Cassian's story isn't as alluring as you know when Obi-Wan Obi-Wan came out it was very divisive because some people were not into it other people like us were super excited and then we got you know one of the most iconic scenes in Star Wars history now through the show we're not going to get that in andor there's nothing no. like insanely they are if anything Cassian already had his iconic moment in Rogue One because Rogue One passes it directly off to no hope so this is literally just the building blocks to Rogue One so I don't think there's going to be pivotal like life-altering information in this show as compared to an Obi-Wan or Mando at this point Mando season one didn't really have anything pivotal and then they decided to bring pivotal characters into Mando season two because of its success. And that's how we got Luke. That's how we got, um, uh, uh, you know, the Mandalorian, the other Mandalorians. And now in season three, they're going to double down on that. We're going to go to Mandalore and all that stuff. So I think casting just doesn't have the pull. And it's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean people aren't watching it or won't watch it in, in the near future. You're coming up on mega vacation time over the next two months, yeah. Um, for people, so I have a feeling they'll get watched then. But it's it's like kind of like for me, it's kind of like like you said, like Hawkeye or Miss Marvel, where you know it's not going to have this profound effect on the overarching story, but you do want to watch it because it does have play into you know the events that are happening in that universe.
2: Right. Yeah. I it, the, the person that I saw on on TikTok, she she wrapped that really well. She said, "Star it's like Star Wars fans are a bunch of babies." And, yes. and, and they don't know what they want. And nope. they like, everyone cried and complained that Star Wars was for kids and that it wasn't dark enough. And we wanted more action because everyone's like, Rogue one's awesome. And then they literally get the show that they're asking for. And then no one, like no one really cares about it right now. And, and she's like, I think it's because like, there's like, we don't have the bestest boy to like be latched onto. Right. Like we don't have a Grogu character. Um we don't in obi-wan, like we were attached to Ben Kenobi. We were attached to va. like there were a bunch of just like there were a bunch of names that were already there that we all knew and loved and we already knew their stories, right And like this was just an addition to those stories that would have already been told. and with with Cassian, it it, it is it is a character that nobody cares about, which is weird because they're they're getting they're getting the thing that they wanted and it's still not good enough. But right. like if they would have taken like if they would have taken like a a force user, they would have used a a, a Jedi style character with a name that we knew and and they threw them in the exact same setting where they were doing spy shit. Do you think people would care more? or 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 if Cassian would have had like a cute sidekick, do you think people would have cared more? Because I don't no. think people gave a shit about Mando. Until Grogu showed up, I think everyone was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be shitty. Because I I remember a lot of people shitting on, on, on Mandalorian for, for a couple episodes. Like, oh, this is boring. There's just not enough there. Really like this, like baby Yoda though. So I, I'm not sure. Like I, it's, it's really interesting because I, I, I really appreciate the show, and like I remember saying when when this was first pitched, like how are they going to make Cassian interesting? And I don't think it's the show. Yes, the last yes, it's called Andor, but I wish they would have called it something else at this point. Like I wish it would have just been called like like the Rebellion or or something, because I feel like people would have been more attached. Like I feel like they're expecting so much more from Cassian Andor to do stuff when in mm-hmm. fact it's it's a showcase of different people from different walks of life coming together to overthrow a tyrannical government. Like, and they're all doing it in really cool ways, whether it's a spy way, you know, or they're, you know, they're out there causing chaos via, you know, robbing a bank or, or whatever. You've got, you've got these, these people who are whispering to other people to tell secrets. Like, it's really cool. And almost like Game of Thronesy in a certain, in a certain aspect. Like there's a lot of lies and deceit. There's sex. There's, there's all this stuff. It's literally like, it's like a game of Thrones like style show to a certain degree. It Cause it's very adult ish. Right. I mean, like we saw someone get executed, executed in the first episode. Saw someone get hung in this episode. Yeah. Someone's hanging. And we saw like Cassian charging after freaking clone troopers with this club and like all these things that are like very dark and has very adult ish tones. Um, it's so weird to me that like just it's not being received as as well as these other shows because um, I just I find this show so interesting because it's, it's highlighting so many things that we've all been like, I wonder what this was like.
1: You hit the nail on the head at the beginning. The Star Wars fans think they know what they want, but then when you give them what they want, they either don't support it or they don't care about it or they don't like it. Um I think the problem with most fandoms, not just Star Wars, is that when an adaptation is made in the way that you didn't envision it or the way that you would have not done it, it's automatically bad. You're not willing to give it the the time of day. And the, you know what? Things like Rings of Power, I understand all of the criticisms, but it doesn't make me not watch it. Yeah. But on the flip side of the coin, if it wasn't Middle Earth, I would have checked out after like episode three. Um Star Wars, same thing. If, if you're going to introduce me to something that involves space magic, you really need to come with a compelling story. Star Wars, unfortunately for me, doesn't have to do that. Uh, you know, uh, we talked about an old fashioned yesterday. Uh, Attack of the Clones and um, Phantom Menace for me are proof that if you put it in the universe, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Now, if you keep putting out shit, um, eventually I'm going to lose interest again. But it's they really don't consistently put out shit. It's just a kind of a mixed bag when it comes to Star Wars. Um, and the last few years have actually been terrific. So um, when it comes to Andor, again, I think we fall symptom to the fact that people just don't know what they want. And because the show yeah. isn't exactly what I wanted Andor to be, therefore I am either not going to watch it or um, – I'm going to bitch about it online. Now, if people bitched about it, it would still show up in this graph. So I don't think people are bitching about Andor. I honestly really feel, like you said, with Hawkeye is the best example, where it's like, oh, I'll get to it when I'm off for Thanksgiving. I'll get to it when I'm on Christmas break. Yeah. I just don't think there's an urgency to watch. It's not like Obi-Wan where it's like, oh my God, I, something could get spoiled and, you know. Yeah,
2: th- I haven't seen that. And that's the weirdest thing. It's been like that with Marvel as of late too, where it's like, I haven't been afraid of spoilers because no one's really been talking about stuff. Like She-Hulk, like She-Hulk, for mm-hmm. example, like like it's a great show, but not a lot of people are talking about it other than just like shitting on it every once in a while. But like, for the most part, She-Hulk is a really fun show, but it's one of those ancillary things where it's just like, if you don't care about the IP or the universe, the storytelling, and you're in it just for the sake of it being a Marvel show or movie, then like you're missing out on the point. And, and yeah. I think that's like the frustrating thing for me, too, is like you can't have an Obi-Wan every time, like no. because that's just like that's setting the bar so high and you have to hit the mark so many times you're going to fail short. Like there's there's just there's no way
1: everyone so, said they loved rogue one because it didn't involve force users and it was just really well made And it's like okay here's the precursor to it and we're giving you 24 episodes and they're like Ooh.
2: but i mean i think like, also to your point you know people might just see this as one of those things that were just a backfiller and they're like i'll watch it whenever you know it's just yeah. like so like there isn't like this precedence to like get out there and watch it whereas like with mando like i remember first season i wouldn't turn on my phone like I would literally I, I would I would I would keep my phone or I wouldn't even bring my phone with me or I would stay off Twitter or just like I remember like making sure that no matter what, when I went to bed Tuesday night or whenever Mando season one came out, that when I woke up in the morning, I would not
1: see my phone because someone for sure was tweeting me. What did you think of this Mando had the privilege, though, of being the first live action show right in this so, era of storytelling. Do you think that's why we're not getting as much hype on social media just because it's been going on for so long now? I think Cassian isn't this overly familiar character. I mean, if you saw Rogue One, you know who he is. But Yeah, but
2: like even like with Mando season 2, I don't remember like Twitter being as like intense oh, until the very end. Twitter
1: was was on it every episode for Maybe, maybe I'm just and following two, the right Rome. people where I'm just not getting that stuff. Yeah, so Twitter Twitter and and Reddit and all those places were we're on it for season two, of Mando. But again, Mando was the first to come to the to the table. So you think it's a nostalgia so, thing? i don't think it's because nostalgia it's as much as yeah, as much as it's it's just like it was the first show. You know, I I'll give you this. I don't have an urgency to like sit Danielle down and watch Andor every Friday.
2: No, I don't want to watch Andor with Amy because a lot of it's going to be like, what is that? What is this? You know? Because but again, Mando. Because you don't have to explain that part. And, like, that's the thing. And, like, that's what's so frustrating is, like, yes, this, like, even though this episode is so well done, it really is for the diehard fans. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, and that's what's, what's, like, cool and kind of frustrating at the same time. Because, like, this, like, it's frustrating for me because people, like, when people talk about it, it it has, like, a negative tone to it for the most part. Whenever, like, I, like, when I'm, like, in chat or even, like, on Twitter, just, like, people are very, like, uh. But for me, like, like getting to see ISB headquarters for the first time, that was cool. Getting, yes, was. getting Admiral Yularen for the first time when he's still ISB and he's not Imperial Navy yet. That's cool. That's really yeah. neat. Um, To see the inner workings of just like all, like even just like the building of the rebellion for me is really cool. But again, you and I and some of the people that are listening to this or watching this, uh, we are definitely like the 1% of Star Wars fans. Like, it it sounds weird to say that but like we are like we are the we are the diehard fans we like and, and there are like there are people who are even more diehard than you and I who
1: know way more stuff than us and it's just like
2: it's this show is made for
1: us. I think it also suffers from and you know I hate I'm not comparing these shows because I refuse to compare them but I think it suffers from the fact that House of the Dragon and Rings of Power are out too.
2: Like really, like if we drew if we drew a Venn diagram, the people who are watching Game of Thrones and are watching House of Power, uh, Rings of Power, (laughs) House of Dragons, Ring of Power, and then do you think do you think Andor is real, or do you think those
1: shows are taking away from Andor? I know House of the Dragon is taking away from both of them because the resurgence of Game of Thrones. But
2: why? They're in different days. They're completely different
1: genres. Like, why would that? First of all. I think Disney does themselves a disservice by releasing new episodes on Wednesdays and Thursdays. That's one of the biggest things because it has nothing to do with us. I'm not comparing it to us. I know we wake up early to watch it, but we have our reasons. The purpose and the problem with releasing it is it's it's a school night. It's a work night. People aren't going to sit down tonight and watch and or they're going to wait till the weekend if they're going to watch it. Rings of Power is done. Mm-hmm. the Last episode last week. But they were hitting on Fridays and their numbers were still really good even though the internet was like pretty divided on whether the show's good or not house of the dragons on sunday nights and that's the cadence everyone knows that game of thrones is at nine on sunday when there's a show yeah eastern and i think house of the dragon doing so well has actually hurt the two other shows Mm. because Whether I choose to compare it or not means nothing. Everyone is comparing Game of Thrones and Rings of Power. And I think Andor is like the little kid in the corner getting not even like invited to the conversation type of thing.
2: And again, I go back to Hawkeye because the same thing happened with Hawkeye. I think we had Westworld and something else was out at the same time. And I remember being like, I'll watch it later because I didn't (laughs) have time. And and you're right. I really didn't think about that because like for me lately, like, like Amy and I try to have like an hour, like 30 minutes to an hour of like, once the baby goes into bed, like we'd like hang out. Um, and so like lately, you know, through the week, it's either like a She-Hulk or um, we'll end up watching just like half of a show. So like you're right, like anyway, with the 50, 56 minute and or episode that dropped today, like people aren't going to watch that until the weekend.
1: And we don't we don't watch Monday through Thursday together. Um, we'll watch shows separately. But, but like you said, same thing. By the time the kids go down, the last thing I want to do is like stay focused on a new show monday through thursday oh yeah i kind of want to like
2: comedies or something like that or i'm just kind of like same thing licketing.
1: yeah i'll play video games like I'll, i'm playing guardians of the galaxy and shadow of war right now and you know i'll sit on the couch and i'll play my game and she'll sit on her ipad and watch uh you know one of her shows and that's what we do just to it's decompress time yeah for an hour you know we don't really want to be invested in new show so friday nights was rings of power sunday nights is game of thrones Mm -hmm. and saturday is movie night with the kids so you know judging by that and saying let's say i'm a casual star wars fan i don't host a a podcast and you know wednesday comes around i'm not watching it wednesday night sure and then friday night's taken by rings of power so i'm not watching it friday night now it's Mm -hmm. not obviously well and then saturday i watch movies with the kids and this show's a little bit mature for my son so we're not going to watch this star wars show together so um, that's out, and then Sunday night's Game of Thrones. So that's out. Guess what? I'm waiting until Thanksgiving break to watch Andor.
2: Yeah, damn. That's an interesting breakdown, Kevin. I Like, yeah. that's like I because you're right. I haven't I really like
1: looked at it from that lens. I think well. the Venn diagram is a lot bigger than you'd think of people that are because when you're a nerd, you're a nerd. Yeah, when you're a nerd, you're a nerd. We we obviously we like. I'm not into anime. You and Paul like anime, uh, but you know we oh, yeah, share like, so many subgenres. We share so many other interests. I'm into DC animated shows. I don't yeah. think you guys watch as much DC animated shows as I watch. So it's just this huge circle of nerddom that kind of circles the drain in the middle of like I'm the super fan. You know, great example on these shows, Rings of Power. When they revealed Numenor, I was, I my jaw was open. I yeah. was like, Oh my god, I'm seeing it. I'm finally seeing it. And my wife's like, what's that? She didn't give a shit. She didn't yeah. know. She doesn't have the backstory that I have. So I think again, they cater too hard to super fans. Game of Thrones with my the uh Pete and Wayne and Rob and Mike and all those guys. We're sharing lore videos, we're talking yeah. about which houses are gonna be aligned for this for the the Civil War and stuff. Like we're deep into the mix there, but <laughs> I don't have to explain anything in House of the Dragon to my wife cuz they're right. doing a really good job of just saying this is the shit that's going down. Yeah. Um, you know, in Witcher season 1, I had to explain everything to Danielle and I was barely ca- tagging along cuz of the time jump thing that they didn't <laughs> tell us about till the end. Yeah. But Witcher season 2, she loved it. Yeah. Cuz it just told a better story. So I think Andor season two will probably do better than one because people will just like you said with Hawkeye will go and watch it and then the interest will be there. It won't be competing with other shows, hopefully. Um, and we will see more of a return on it, but I don't think it just has the pizzazz and the and the 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 showmanship out of the gate to compete with Mando and Obi-Wan and sure. all of these other Star Wars shows. You also have She-Hulk on, keep that in mind. We didn't even really mention that she hulk comes out on thursdays wednesdays
2: wednesday night All right, comes out on wednesdays right so you or just Thursday, lost half of those, you yeah.
1: just lost half of the people that would potentially watch and or during the week because they're going to save that time to watch she hulk too yeah
2: because i yeah because i like yeah we're watching it, it's it's 30 they're 30 minutes apiece, and they're like they're really easy to watch you yep. know like and so it, it's and that's another problem too is like that's what that was what bad batch was yeah, bad. Like, honest to God, Kevin, I think more people were interested in Bad Batch than they are in Andor. Uh, I don't think so. I I've think had we more conversations. I've had more conversations with people in chat about. Bad Batch than I have in Andor. We've barely talked about Andor in stream because I don't have people rushing to me
1: about it. Because again, I don't think it has that, it holds that right. weight. Now when people watch it, they're going to start coming back to you and be like, oh, I watched Andor over oh, Thanksgiving definitely. break.
2: It'll be a trickle effect for sure. I'll have more people talking about it later we go on. But I still think that I think more people were just, in. And, and, and it might be the time, it might be the day, whatever it is. It, it's just, I feel like more people were interested in Bad Batch because I think people were more connected because all of the fans from Clone Wars and for Rebels were already just they were already vested in it. They knew they were going to get a good product from the get-go, which is frustrating yeah. because Andor is a great product. It's yep. a great product. It's just not hooking the people. And I yeah. wonder what they're going to do with season 2 to hook more people in. They're going to have to find a way to hook people into Andor to go back and binge-watch all the entire first season so that they're ready for season 2, and I don't know what they're going to do to make it interesting.
1: Again, I think they already they're just going to let season one play out, let people catch up with it. And then they, I think the interest will be there after folks catch You're up doing a it. Game
2: of Thrones it. I know. Well, because Game I mean, of Thrones, let's let, let, let take take season one out of it, out of out of the equation. Right. Let's say we started with season two of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Seasons two and three. We're all world building. It was nothing but character and world building, and then we get to like season four, and then it's just like poof, off to the races. Like four, five, yeah. and six were great, um, but like so. So you think for the most part, season one is just a way for like the diehards to get the understanding of the world build, and then they're good, and then that'll be enough. And then season two comes around, and it's just like teasers are just are just jaw dropping, and, it and it's just mouth watering, and it's going to make people want to go back and watch season one.
1: I think they'll they'll do something before the end of this season that Oh, like, you think the, the hook will be at the end of this season? Yeah, I think they'll ah. they'll make people like a char- maybe the uncle something, somebody a character something, some event, I don't know, that we know of that will be like, Ah, you know, like that. Yeah. Um, and then that'll go viral on the internet and then people will be like, Oh shit, I gotta watch that show type of thing. Um and uh, Thanksgiving break is the next week. Yeah. Keep that in mind. It is the yeah. week after and or ends. And I do think that was purposeful because mm-hmm. look at how they changed it and then added the other episode to the release. Meaning the finale would have been because originally it was supposed to be two episodes up front. The finale would have been Thanksgiving week. Ah, uh, interesting. So I think they changed it so you could binge and that might have something to do with what happens before the end of the season. All right. So we we shall see. Before we get out of here, we got one other bit of news. Um, uh, Sabine's actress, Natasha Lou Bordizzo. Now, we had a conversation before this with Paul about how to pronounce that. And uh, Paul has a tendency to pronounce people's names wrong, so I don't trust his pronunciation. pronunciation. So I'm going with this one. Natasha Lou Bordizzo. Um, She's wrapped principal shooting uh, for the Ahsoka show. Um, That's a great sign. That means, you know... uh, we should hear other actors and actresses rapping their shoots as well. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I'm hoping by the end of the year, they're done with principal shooting, which means we should get this show sometime, like this time next year. Hopefully, hopefully, um, if editing and whatnot goes well. But it's just encouraging to see that show moving along. Um, and I know Acolyte is shooting right now as well. Oh. So similar situation hopefully they wrap before the end of the year but i have no idea what the situation is there so um yeah lots of stuff being shot and i'm hoping we don't have to wait till 2024 to see it all because i'd like to see some of it in 2023 <laughs> that would be nice yeah Agreed. like all the sh- they're filming rings of power season two right now and i'm like we're not gonna see that shit till 2024 but according to they didn't everyone- peter
2: jackson this thing and they did just continue recording
1: Uh, no. Interesting. No, No, they didn't do that. Um, Huh. Also, Tim, there's interestingly enough, because again, this goes back to what I said with Andor. So, Andor wraps the week before Thanksgiving. You have Thanksgiving week. Willow doesn't start till the following week. So I think they want people to binge Andor over Thanksgiving break and then binge Willow over their Christmas break. Hmm. Because there's no other marvel show coming right
2: i don't think so no it's it's done after it's done after she and she hulk i think is done
1: she hulk is done this was the last episode last week
2: i think there's one i think anything amy and i need to like watch like one more episode okay
1: yeah i think the finale was last week so it just seems weird that they would align all of that
2: yeah yeah because the episode that we watched yeah okay so I'm trying to remember how they ended it yeah so the last episode we watched it was a cliffhanger for the finale so
3: have you watched any of it
1: yet no no oh, so i'm good, watching it's i'm hilarious. watching halloween stuff i'm watching like uh um we're watching uh what's midnight mass on netflix oh. with robert oh Cohen. you're going like real real halloween i thought i was thinking like hocus pocus you know no like there's a level of scary that i like and enjoy it's when you get too gory or too graphic i also don't like spiritual stuff i'm not that rubs me the wrong way so i'm more um, uh
2: paranormal activity is not your thing
1: no i mean i can do it to an extent i've seen exorcist i've seen amityville horror. i mean i used to live by amityville horror house um but uh so (laughs) it's just not my thing
2: it's the weirdest thing when you're when we were driving to the airport and there was like signs for amityville (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when, we, when we were up there i was like i want to go yep. there i see
1: i so, like that stuff
2: that stuff is fun for me
1: yeah it's it's i'm just not a fan but i mean this show seems to be bordering on that line yeah but it seems to be more i don't know uh, alien jaws those are predator that's like my and shane said that all classifies as horror so i trust what shane says on, on that um
2: it's so that's
3: because like, hor-
2: like horror in my in my yeah suspense because like horror in my mind is like saw yeah, I don't like Saw. Saw 1. The first Saw was phenomenal. I don't like Saw. Everything after Saw 1 was shit. I'm just... Oh, Saw 2 was okay. Saw 2 was fun because they got creative. Saw 3, they're like, we don't know what to do anymore.
1: Like, I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses. Doesn't do anything for me.
2: Just- uh, What... Oh, you don't you don't like clowns. I was like,
1: what about it? And then I was like, he doesn't do clowns. Oh, I hate it. Scarred me uh, for life. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is hilarious. I like that movie. Interesting. All right. Well, I feel like we should watch a Halloween movie or something together. I want to know like where's like. Heaven's give lemon. Midnight Mass a try. It's it's been fun. All right, I'll give that. A shot. I'm on episode four, I think. Yeah, it seems like it's some sort of borderline supernatural, but not really. But nothing like too crazy. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Sick. All right. You all have a wonderful week. We will see you next week for episode 104. I will hopefully see some of you tonight for Star Wars and Scotch game night be live across I'll the board on my channels for the most part. Uh Tim Tim will come hang out and uh yeah, we'll uh, okay. we'll uh play Tim's favorite game, Star Wars: The Old Republic. He loves that game so much. Next week though, next week we're going to play Gotham. Gotham Knights for Rare drop game night. Yep. Me and Tim are going to uh, be we're a gonna dynamic gonna be boy, duo. We're going
2: to be the Boy Wonders and we're going to talk about Star Wars.
1: Shoddy Nightwing.
2: Yeah, okay. Did you know that you <laughs> can get the original Robin costume? Yeah like OG Robin costume, I
1: want it. So Paul yesterday and Chain, I was like, all right, talk me out of buying the collector's edition that comes with the statue. <gasps> oh. Because there's-, there's no way to pre-order it. You have to go to Best Buy on Friday, and I'm going to be at Synapse Orlando on Friday. So I'm like, oh, you have to and- go. You have to go there? They're like... We'll, well, one of us could go and buy it for you. I'm like, oh! And then Paul's like, it's technically a business expense too, Kevin, because you're playing it with Tim next Wednesday. I'm like, oh! If you get two of them,
2: would that? I'll pick You could
1: invoice me. You want to? If they have to we can try and get two. Try to get two. You want? Paul says statues. Get,
2: yeah, he gets one, and then Shane gets one, and then you just invoice. Oh, we're, we got this. We got the this. statues. Right, we gotta really go. Cool. I got a stream, Kevin. So Red guys, thanks for so much for listening <laughs> to Star Wars and Scotch. You guys are amazing. Uh you can follow me if you if you don't already. it's it's weird if you've been listening this long and you haven't followed me. It, maybe you're just only here for Kevin. Uh, but head on over to Facebook.com forward slash darkness fortune nine, fb.gg forward slash darkness fortune nine. Darkness fortune nine everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Bebo, wherever. I think I've got it. I think I've got it all. Uh you can follow Kevin. He does everything RareDrop over at RareDrop.co. You can follow him, KevinXVision on Twitter, KMagic101 on Instagram, and he's RareDrop on Twitter or on TikTok. So if you see RareDrop on TikTok, it's usually Kevin. and yeah, it It's always me. You can, it also, you can check out all of our other awesome podcasts over at RareDrop.co. That'll do it for us, Kevin.
1: May the Force ever serve you. Oh, I like that. It's the Sith version. <laughs>